The NFL playoff picture is set after a few crazy upsets. Hi there, everybody. Happy Monday morning. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm oh, yeah. Jen Hale. Oh, yeah. That is Kit Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. I know what happened. Wasn't a great weekend for me? Wasn't a great weekend for me and my nephew? You did not believe your lion eyes. I, I told you Detroit was going to knock off Green Bay and knock Aaron right out of the, the playoffs, and you didn't believe me, and you lost more dues. And I told I'm you, sorry. What did I tell you? I said, your Cowboys would, I said, the most Cowboy thing ever would be what? Did you predict that? I don't think you predicted that. I, mean, I knew what y'all going to do. You did not know. Right now you're trying to revise history again. No, 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 they don't revise the history. Oh. This, History repeats itself. I kept telling you what y'all Who's gonna do. Who's your nephew? I don't. You got Yo, so. Oh, goat. You got so many oh, man, nephews oh, goat. out there. I can't goat. count. Goat. You saw it. Boy, that fourth quarter is a little shaky. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, no, no, we right. gonna talk well, about we'll him. Talk about <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about your team. Let's. Ooh, I know there is so much to unpack after <laughs> yesterday's game, gentlemen. But indeed, Shannon, let's start with Skip's Cowboys, America's team. Coming up well short of a win yesterday against the Commanders. It was a 26-6 loss. Dak Prescott went 14 of 37 with just one touchdown, plus a pick six in the defeat. Dallas didn't have much more success on the ground either. They only averaged 2.4 yards per carry. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad of a sign is this for the postseason hopes of the Cowboys? A uh, hundred. <laughs> we got to. Yeah, I don't know why you would keep doing a scale of one to ten. Skip, this is a hundred because you kept telling me we haven't had that stinker of a game. I kept telling you. you that's going to be my first line when it was my turn. I was going to say, all year I bragged about no stinkers. No stinkers. Yeah. You talked about we had that stinker against the Broncos. We had a couple of stinkers oh, here and there. The Raiders and the Cardinals yeah. and the Chiefs last yep. year. Go yep. ahead. This is not the type of performance that you want heading into the playoffs. And Dak, seven straight games, he's thrown in at least one interception. He's tied for the league lead with 15 picks, and he missed five games. <laughs> it's safe to say he would have had that record all to himself had he played all 17 ball games. Skip, it, Dallas should be really concerned. And we talked about this. You asked a couple of weeks ago, we asked, how much confidence do I have in Dak? I gave him a one. I said, but you guys, you're stuck with him. You ain't got no choice but to be 8, 9, 10, maybe that even 15. correct. So, but he looked awful. 14 to 37, as Jen mentioned. It was 14 of 37, that's a career low. What is it, 37.8%? Yeah, yeah. I rounded up. Let's give him 38. Let, right. Let's be nice. Right. 128 mm. little measly yards uh. and a pick six. Skip, you're going to need to tell me when it's your turn. What Him and, him and uh, Noah Brown got a pack. He's trying to get Noah Brown paid or something. There is no way in hell Noah Brown should have this many times. Targets. CD Lamb should be seething. As a matter of fact, CD Lamb walked up the field on the third down. He said, Man, I'm tired of y'all booing. He did. He did. <laughs> you he saw threw that. up his hand and just walked off the field. A QBR of 14.8. Dak was 0 or 10 mm. on tight window throws, which is the second uh, uh, such attempts without a completion of a single game since 2016 when he became the starter. Skip, he was just <laughs> awful. But it wasn't just Dak. They couldn't run the football. Defense wasn't much better because mm. Sam Howell. You know, he had a couple of drops that could have kept drives alive. McLaurin dropped one that could have kept a drive alive. He had a couple of drops that yeah. could have kept drives alive, and they could. this game could have looked much worse than what it did for the Cowboys. Yeah. But if I'm the Cowboys, I'm concerned. Um, yeah, they had three sacks yesterday, but the, the, the pressure that they're generating, it doesn't seem the same like it did the first half of the season when they were just all over everybody's quarterback. Yeah. And the quarterback had very li li limited time to throw the football. But yeah. Dallas went three and out, Skip a whopping 10 times, 10 times. 
and generated what? Three second half first downs. Ten times? Skip, three first downs against the Washington football team. And their <sighs> best defensive player didn't even play yesterday. Payne. Deron, was it Payne? Yeah, Deron. No, Allen. No, no, uh, Allen, Allen didn't play. Payne played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Allen didn't play. All right. The run game was not existent. The receivers, there was really no separation. CD got that one touchdown. But, Skip, this was a bad look for you guys. This is a bad omen. And you remember, <coughs> we've been talk- I've been talking about this for like five, six weeks, maybe even two months. I said the best case situ- situation for you guys is to be in the five seed, you play Tampa. But now, all of a sudden, y'all about to make me eat my words. Because I, 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 I'm having real hard, I'm having real hard time. Coming up with a reason why I should pick the Cowboys, given as bad as Tampa's looked all year, with the exception of one game, it's becoming really, really hard for me to sum up a reason why I can say the Cowboys should and will win this game on Monday night, a week mm-hmm. from tonight. Even though they are installed as a early three-point favorite. The Cowboys in that are. game. Yes, okay. they are. Okay. Unfortunately, it's my turn. <laughs> and unfortunately, I cannot disagree with one single word you just uttered. Scale of one to ten, you went to a hundred on how bad a sign this was. I'm going to go to a thousand because I am flummoxed. I am thunderstruck. I am blindsided. I am gobsmacked. I am knocked on my tail by what I saw again and again and again and again, and also by what I didn't see yesterday. So Jen opened the show by saying, let's start with the Cowboys. I'm just about finished. I'm just about finished because what was there to like about this? Coach Landry, I told you, I was very close with him, wrote a whole book about the end of Tom Landry, the rise and the fall, and his mantra was, you must streak into the playoffs. You know it because you did this again and again and again. If you're going to go places, you need to get on a roll into the playoffs. You did mention there was one year when you sort of fell off your horse for a second, but you got right back on and rode it. And we just stumbled backward all the way to Tampa Bay. That's what we just did. I wouldn't be so upset if they hadn't approached this game the correct way, which was I have no problem with them playing everybody and playing to win. And Dak Prescott was up front on the record all week last week. We need to go win a football game. In the grand scheme of things, They had gotten to play Gardner Minshew and Joshua Dobbs and Sam Howell. So the last three games are against not not just backups. We're down to backups to the backups. That's correct. We had one backup in Gardner Minshew. who's pretty good. And then we got about a fourth stringer, Joshua Dobbs. And then we definitely got a third stringer in Sam Howell, who's a nice rookie. But he's just a rookie. Never started a game before. What what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And if you hadn't played this one to win, and by the way, it was such a debacle for me because if, if you had done what you set out to do, if you'd walked in there and said, okay, watch this, and if after one quarter it had been 21 to nothing Dallas, you can't tell me it wouldn't have sent some shockwaves up to Philadelphia where they start looking up at the scoreboard saying, oh, oh, no. I, I realize Giants They didn't play well nobody. either. Okay, they, they didn't play well, but, but what if? They start looking up, and then they start really pressing like, uh-oh, Dallas took care of it. We, we got to take care. We got to take mm-hmm. care. And, and I, I get it. It was Davis Webb, uh, who I haven't seen since he's competing with Baker Mayfield and then getting beaten out by Mahomes boy in, <laughs> at Texas Tech. But I, I get all that. But stranger things have happened in the NFL. So I wanted my team to at least put a little bit of heat on Philly, and obviously they did the opposite of. They were not ready to play. It appeared to me they didn't want to play. Hey, Skip, you took the words right out of my mouth. It, it looked like 
they didn't want to play this game or they approached it like uh, we're going to play a quarter and, or a preseason game because that is not the type of intensity that you want for a game of this magnitude. Yeah, like you said, let's put some pressure on the Eagles. They're going to be scoreboard watching. They're going to be flashing scores throughout the, throughout, yeah. throughout the stadium. Right. But I didn't like the way they approached this game. This, they look terrible from kickoff. Yeah. Let's send a message. Uh, you just sent a message to the GOAT down in Tampa Bay that you are gettable. You yes. are vulnerable. Yep. You got weaknesses everywhere. Yeah, they do. Huh. Lord have mercy. I'm going to go right to the flashpoint of the game for me before I backtrack to a couple other plays. But can I, can I go to the DAC flashpoint, please? <laughs> because you, you threw out all the numbers, and they're all horrifying to me. But he managed – at one point in this football game, this is 12:51 into the second quarter, left in the second quarter, he managed on back-to-back throws to throw pick sixes. One dropped and one caught and returned for pick six. Mm-hmm. If we could see these two plays in a row, this was, this was as horrifying as anything I've seen all season. I don't know how you dropped that one. It got <laughs> stumbled. Okay. And then we come right back and say, well – Okay. How you, okay, you, that's the first one. Yeah. And, and then we come right back and he says, okay, let me try this one. Oh, okay, I'll do that one. And Fuller just snatches it and walks it into the end how zone. Back-to-back plays. Skip, look at how, that. Look, you drive this ball. You run, how, you're running the quick out and the guy doesn't move. Did, did, you, did, did it almost come across like, well, I screwed up the first one. Let me try yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get this right this yeah. time. I'm going to make sure that Fuller catches this yeah. because he's probably their best DB. I'm going yeah. to hit him right in the hands. Please don't drop this one. Please return it so I can have yet another pick six because that is three in the last four games. Three in four games. It's hard to – you know, you can go a whole year. A lot of it's – there's some luck Love involved. But, but, again, you could go a whole year and not have any pick but sixes. You, but it is, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that. But a lot of times when you get on a roll yeah. and you throw one and you get another one, you, you'll keep it going. It's just like sacks. Team gets sacked, they get a bunch of them. Guy scores touchdowns, he'll get a bunch of them. And Dak's on a roll with pick sixes. Okay. So, obviously, he just got outplayed at Washington against your archest rival by a fifth-round rookie out of North Carolina. And he's a nice player, but he's just a rookie. Just a rookie. And you got outplayed by him because he threw for 169 and you threw for 128. And, God, don't even get me started on the QBRs. They're just horrendous over here. Well, that was 14.8. What was – I'll find it here in just a second. But but the point is – It wasn't as bad as Dax. It it wasn't as bad as Dax. And the point is this. Washington had 309 total yards to a grand total for the Dallas Cowboys of 182, which was obviously a season low. And then, then I look at four of 18 on third down, and you had the, t- the 10 on three and, three and outs. Four of 18 on third down? I mean, Washington's decent on defense, yeah. but they're, they're not that good. No. And then my man Zeke, he tries eight times and gets a grand total of 10 yards. Eight carries for 10 yards? Are you kidding me? I didn't think he was going to play, and maybe he didn't feel like playing, and maybe he didn't even try to play. It don't look like anybody felt like playing. Okay. Pollard, I loved. I keep saying he emerged as a superstar, or not a superstar, but a star. Didn't I couldn't tell yesterday. <laughs> Seven carries for a grand total of 19 yards. Well, what am I supposed to do with this? Because I told you all year, as you prefaced, this team I believe in, because it didn't have one stinker. And it ends the year with the biggest stinker since opening night. And, and this was a much bigger stinker than opening night yeah. because they lost to Brady and company at Jerry World mm-hmm. 19-3. to 
This was 26 to 6. It should have been worse if, if, if Howell didn't throw a pick in, if throw a horrible pick in the end zone. You're going to get at least three. You're going to skip. He's on like the six yard line. They missed a field goal. Yeah. It should have been way worse. Oh, than okay, this. okay. You're right. Okay. So I, I'm back to my head coach. This is in large part to me a coaching game because all these final games are about how you revere, fear, respect your head coach. Can he push the right buttons in you when it's time to push? Mike McCarthy did not have his team ready, and I can't blame him for the whole show, but it, w- it was so bad from the start because my punter is really good. Brian Anger is a really yeah, good yeah. Pro Bowl caliber punter. Mm-hmm. And if we could see what happened on first the first, first punt of the game for <laughs> Dallas, this is when I knew, up. Oh, well, he just took his eye off the ball. It was a little bit of a high snap, but you, you catch those. It was yeah. pretty routine, I thought. A little bit high and wide, but but you usually just catch it and punt it, and you took your eye off because you weren't ready to play. Yeah. yeah. And then Cavante Turpin, he's had a Pro Bowl year as a returner. Yeah. He's been, as you pointed out in preseason, he's going to be a difference maker. He's going to ha- he's going to force teams to honor him. Mm-hmm. You you have to prepare for Cavante Turpin and the first punt to him. If we could see what happens. He just hasn't been doing – he had one that he missed. But this just hit him right in the chest. Yeah. He just – I don't know. You just took your eye off and mm-hmm. hit it right in the chest. You're not ready to, whoops, play. Right. And you give them two short fields, and they don't even capitalize on it, but it is seven to nothing. And then we got the back-to-back Zeeks. And then what have I been raving about the last two weeks? Thank you, God. It's a godsend T.Y. Hilton came off his couch at age 33. And, and he looks like a 33-year-old Jerry Rice. Uh, I couldn't tell yesterday yeah. because could we see the first throw to T.Y. Hilton yesterday, please? The first throw to T.Y. Hilton. This is early in the game. <clears throat> I think that was a drop. Yeah, it was a drop. I think it, hit him right in the hands. it was. Yeah, I think it hit him right in the hands. There was another ball a little later that was catchable that he did not come down with. He wound up with two catches out of four targets for 19 yards. He did not look like a revelation to me yesterday. And then... Our man, Myo Micah Parsons, 11 from heaven. I, I don't know where he's from right now because I can't find him. He's 11 from nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where he's from. I don't know what's happened. Is he beat up? Did he hit the sophomore wall? I, I don't know because he's not having impact. Right. And he's not creating enough furor over here on this side that it opens up lanes for everybody else on that side because I can't find my past rush, which I, has turned into a hush. Yeah, but I think the thing is for, for Micah is that the expectations that you and others have set for him. I mean, the guy had 13, 13 and a half sacks, which is not a bad sophomore season, but you were expecting. Nobody had him a long time ago. <laughs> He had a good half year. <laughs> he did. And I think the thing was, Skip, you was like, I'm expecting him to challenge T.J. Watt and Michael Strahan's sack to I completely, utterly believed it with all my heart and soul. And he got off to that kind he of did. start. Because he, he was did. getting every game, the games that he got a sack, he wasn't just getting one, he was getting two. He started the season off with two. So you're ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. So now you got 16 games. But he fell like you're right. He fell off. I don't know if he's beat up. That hand is still bandaged. Maybe. Is it lacerated, Skip? What, I yes, mean, if, it was, they said it was lacerated. Is it on the inside? Is it know. on the backside? I don't we know. We don't know because he isn't the same. He doesn't, he's not playing with the same fury yep. that, he, that he, the havoc that he normally wreaks. Mm-hmm. He's just like, he's just, he, he looks like a guy out there. He yep. looks like a guy with he a He looks night. like a guy. He does. Yeah, 11. I'm, I'm waiting for 11 to wreak havoc. No, mm-mm. Which brings me to my owner and operator, my what do you say after the Jero game? What do you say? Jones what do you say? What do you say? 
We got to suck on that all week. <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to get ready to go into the playoffs, nothing else will. Okay, I'll buy that. That was as thorough a butt kicking as we've had this year. That's a fact. And we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. Okay, I'll, be- I'll believe it when I see it. He said it should with these guys with what they're made of. Jerry, I couldn't tell. Jerry's selling ice to Eskimos. This is the all-time super salesman, <laughs> so he's going to put as positive a spin on this as he can. And he was talking about how we've got to turn this into a plus because I'm thrilled that we've got an opportunity. Well, they're already in the playoffs. playoffs yeah. And I'm thrilled that we didn't have to look over there at the Philadelphia game and the San Francisco game and say, boy, did we mess up. No, they didn't. His point was, what, what if you had lost and they had lost? Then, then you'd really be sick. But I said, that's what I was talking about, Skill, but I said this would be the most cowboy thing ever. 49ers lose, the Eagles lose, okay. and then you lose on top of it. Okay, but, Skip, so- the thing is, but going into the playoffs, if, that, if the Cowboys had rested their starters, you'd be like, well, we rested our starters. We would have beat them if we'd have played that. We'd have played all our starters. But you played them. Damn, they're the whole game. And the game really wasn't close. Nope. I don't know how you think. If this doesn't get you ready, Skip, if, you, if that was a close ball, if, if you had won this ball game <sighs> and you had looked like the Cowboys had looked pretty much all year, with the exception of a few hiccups, but you played well all year. Skip, this was the worst game that you've played. This was worse than the San Francisco loss. Now, the loss wasn't insignificant because it was the playoffs. But the way you looked yesterday, man, y'all look like y'all look like the Colts. Y'all look like a team that wasn't going to the playoffs. Y'all look like y'all didn't care. Y'all was ready to get y'all trash bags today and start your offseason. That is That's true. what you guys looked That's like yesterday. That's what it looked like. And yet, they're in the playoffs, but they have to go play the team that actually embarrassed them the most of the whole year, but it feels like it was last year because it was so long ago, but it was 19-3. to And Dak stunk in that game, but it was the only time he really stunk, stunk, where he just didn't show up at all right? until he busted up his thumb late in the game and he was lost for the next five games. Cooper Rush came in and did pretty well and kind of hung in and hung on, and they saved the season. Then he came back and started throwing interceptions, but he also threw a lot of touchdown passes. And by the way, if I might, just to give those Cowboy fans out there just a little bit of hope, I, <laughs> I, I did see one tiny sign of hope. And it was the touchdown pass that Dak threw right at the end of the first half to CD after they had mucked it up the whole game. But, but again, I need to see this. This is all I got. And this is what's going to have to happen at Tampa about three different times. It's going to have to happen. This is your bread and your butter right there. It's all together. It's to yes, CD Lamb. It's all verticals putting yep. pressure on the safety. Okay. And, and he, he hit 88 with a nice throw down and out right where he could go snatch it. <clears throat> and 88's a big-time receiver. 88 was getting frustrated, as you point out. Yeah. But now it's about those two. That, that's what you got because I watched Gardner Minshew go up and down the field against my defense. And if Gardner Minshew, with some help, didn't turn over four, to- four times, oh, they'd have beat the brakes off you guys. They, they would have beaten us. And then I watched Joshua Dobbs put the, the fear of God in us mm-hmm. going up and down the field against us and making it a game until late. Dak threw two early interceptions. Then he came back in the second half, and he looked like rain Dakota Prescott. And then yesterday, I didn't see much of Dak at all except for that one throw. So that's all I got. I've thought all year, obviously, my team on paper, if you just look at body of work, is much better than that team in Tampa. Yeah. And we're going to talk about them in a minute because yeah. they didn't do themselves any big favors yesterday either. Right. But the, the truth is, 
man, I'm up against it now because I picked the Dallas Cowboys to get the NFC Championship game. And before the year started, I picked Brady to win it all. And they have they, they showed one big glimmer. It was one <laughs> glimmer against Carolina and then an opening drive yesterday. And now I'm stuck. Something's got to give here. What's got to give is Dak throwing nine targets to show. He throwing six targets. Skip, these guys can't beat you. You got one guy that can beat you in the passing game. That's 88. Now it's to the point. Every time he throws it to Noah, I expect a flood. (laughs) I expect a flood. And I expect I got to get on the arc because something – it's going to be – Skip, he, he, that's his homeboy. Yeah. They might be distant relatives or something. I don't know. I need somebody to offer me an explanation because Noah Brown is a guy. He's in the NFL. I get that. Congratulations. But, Skip, for him to get the kind of targets that know. he's getting? No. I mean, in Jacksonville. I mean, if you look, you go back and look at like, but damn, Dak, why you keep throwing to Noah Brown? I don't know. Unless – all I got is – hoping that now the whole world will think Dallas is going to lose at Tampa, and that can be a good thing. Maybe it takes some heat off, some pressure off, because they were going to be like a prohibitive favorite going into this if they had risen yep. and shown yesterday. Losing like you lost, it, yep. plays, it messes with your mind. It does. Well, I mean, well you, look, at, look at the last three weeks. What do you, yeah, have, hey. what do you have to be confident oh, about? Oh, I'm confident. You're, hey, we, we can put this thing together. Win. That was your opportunity yesterday. That was the game that you put it all together. Remember CD was talking, Skip? We're going to put one of these games together, and then, oh, we're going to take off. That was your game to put it together. Yeah. Go into the playoff after you don't put foots off in one of your arch rivals. They beat the brakes off you. The brakes off you. Just when I thought it was safe to trust this football team, I, I told you, you can't trust nope. it. I told you. That could. was about as cowboying a thing as you can cowboy. <laughs> yes. Right? It won't be. So, uh, should I expect next Tuesday for you to come out here and pound the table? How about? I mean, it, this game could end in a tie, right? No, you you can't have a playoff tie. I don't know. It might go <laughs> five overtimes. You better. You, Brady might break out. Brady might beat y'all by about 14. <laughs> What happens then? You think Mike McCarthy get fired? They lose by 14. He get fired? You know what? That's a good question. <laughs> that, that is a very good question that I think should be a yes. It should be a yes. You think so? I, well, this team has teetered for three weeks and then careened backwards, just falling straight backwards all the way to Tampa Bay. Dan Quincy, this is what I envision. I know. Well, it, That's why I came back. It's called Elevate the Coordinator. Yes. Ugh. Well, Skip, here's the bad news for your Cowboys. Tom Brady, 7-0 and against yeah. Dallas Damn. in his career. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. The Buffalo Bills took the opening kickoff yesterday against the Patriots for a touchdown. They never looked back. They go on to win the game 35-23. Josh Allen, just over 250 passing yards plus three touchdowns. And that Buffalo defense on fire. They picked off Mac Jones one, two, three times. Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from this matchup? The Bills won a very emotional uh, um Get a, a very emotional game in a very emotional atmosphere. We know what transpired last Monday night. Um, Demir um, suffered his what he went through, and so everybody was three. All the NFL did a very good job. Skip, I thought they did a very good job of they honoring did. this young man. Great. Everybody was holding up three. They scored the touchdowns going into the end zone, so it was very yep. emotional for them. So you have an emotional start to the game, and then they kick the ball off, and Naheem Hines takes it back 96 yards. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the Patriots says, okay, but hey, they gather themselves, and they take a lead 17-14. They kick the ball off again, and Naheem takes it back again. Again. And it was just it, it was like it was just meant to be for Buffalo. And that situation, so once they, got the, that, that situ- once they scored that touchdown, they didn't look back. Um, they scored two more deep touchdowns. But, Skip, there's something concerning about Josh Allen. He throws interceptions, and I'm like, bro, what did you see? I said, do you had to have seen that guy? They, they, they must have, like, maybe he didn't see the guy there, Skip. And then once we get an opportunity to see it from what he's looking at the vantage point, the guy just appears. Mm. He threw an interception yesterday, Skip. I still don't know why he threw that ball. And, and, and how many interceptions is this in the red zone? Come playoff time, that's the quickest way to go home is, is you turn it over and you turn it over in the red zone because you nullify your ability to get any points out of the situation. Mm. But I was, I, was, I, I was very impressed. I don't, I've never been in a situation kind of like what Buffalo's been going no. through. The, the closest thing, Skip, was 9-11. But if you remember, Skip, they postponed the game that Sunday, Sunday following 9-11. So we didn't play till the like two weeks after that issue. So it, it, it had calmed down a lot. So I can just imagine the emotions in the stadium, the yep. emotions in that locker room, and them coming out and finding a way. But you couldn't ask for a better start to the game. They kick it off to you, and you run it back for a touchdown. You're like, damn, man, <laughs> God, really good. And then you, you down in the ball game, they kick it off to you again, and you run it back again. So give Buffalo crazy, uh, give Buffalo, excuse me, credit mm-hmm. for being able to handle those emotions mm-hmm. and to still find a way to win the ball game. Uh, the Patriots give up 14 points on kick return, Skip. That was different than the ball game. And that's Coach Belichick prides himself on that. That's one thing. He's a stickler for special team, and he's normally – not good. He doesn't normally have good special teams. Mm-hmm. He normally have great special teams. Yep. And then yesterday, but you've seen down the stretch, Skip, what did they do? They lo- the fumble in the end zone to lose at Cincinnati, mm-hmm. the box play at Vegas, and then yesterday two kick return touchdowns that really cost them the game, and now they've missed the playoffs two of the last three years, mm-hmm. which is very unlike Coach Belichick. But maybe it's we shouldn't fault him. I mean, 12 is in Tampa, and he hadn't missed the playoffs yet. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> Okay, to your first overall point, this league did a sensational they job. They did, man. Yesterday. They did. Threes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Love for DeMar everywhere. That's how you do it. And I was 
happy for Buffalo yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for Buffalo. I found myself having a hard time getting real excited about the outcome of a football game mm-hmm. because of what happened to this young man. Right. And all I care about at this point is that he has a full recovery, and, and we see positive signs, yeah. obviously. He was watching the game. He, and he's, he's tweeting about that. Yeah, and he was, as I, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, I think he was FaceTiming Miles Sanders. I think, was he? I, yeah, I think he was, I think, because I think Miles held it up and, and put it on his oh, page. Good. Okay. Now back to the Bills and what you just talked about, how difficult it was. And I love the quotes from Tredevious White after the game, how traumatizing it was for the team, as he said, I saw something I can't unsee. And he said he'll try to watch shows, TV shows at home, and when it goes to commercial break, his mind goes right back to what they were seeing. Well, obviously, this had never, ever happened yeah, in the history no, of this league. No. The players are gathered around looking into the face of a man who's fighting literally for his life yes. because CPR saved him. Yes. Thank you for the assistant trainer at Buffalo yes. who had the – the wits to just jump and go because right. there's, there's no seconds to waste no. here. And you can't unsee that because as gruesome as football injuries can be, and you've seen a bunch of yeah. them and you yeah. saw what your brother went through, mm-hmm. it, it was career-threatening, but it wasn't life-threatening. life-threatening correct. Right? Correct. I, don't, I can't remember a life-threatening unless you want to go back to Daryl Stingley. With, he, he was paralyzed by right. Jack Taylor. Well, I guess, you know, Skip, you remember when Corey Stringer, but this was a preseason mm-hmm. game, different. and yep. they had a situation, uh, I think, in – uh, a 49ers player died in the locker room after a game in Denver. Yep. Uh, obviously, Ryan Clark's situation that, that he was, suffered. Yes. Uh, but, but, Skip, not, not on the playing field, not when everybody's around. Because, like you said, I'm watching, and it looks like life is leaving this man's life body. Life is leaving. But they were the ones gathered around in a yes. circle. So they are literally looking down into a teammate's eyes. Mm-hmm. Not sure what his eyes were doing at that point, right. but he was fighting for his life. I don't think they thought. I don't think at the time when they first did that, they thought it was that serious because it's very it's it's very odd that they would allow them to be there. They normally get the players get them off so they don't see something like this. Okay, but they did, and they had to rise above it yesterday and play a football game yeah. right away. And it seems like it just happened last month. And all of a sudden, you're back and right. you're having to play football right. against a division rival. Right. And I thought they played great, all things considered. Right. And I do agree with you about Josh Allen. He, he tries to out Mahomes, Mahomes, and it costs him. <laughs> but he also threw two balls yesterday that just took my breath away. He where can do I, it. I don't think anybody can do what he did. If we could see the two throws that finally broke the game back open in favor of Buffalo, he throws to that kid Brown who looks like he's going to be a star at some point. But he throws 42 yards to him on the fly. He's, he's rolling and he points. He just flicking the wrist and throws it about, I don't know, 50 yards, okay? Uh, I'm not sure. Mahomes can do that, but maybe just those two. It's not many. And then he throws one to Diggs the other direction. Look at this. And and this is just a thing of beauty. I mean, you drop it into the bucket. I mean, that's drop that's dropping it down the chimney. Okay, and that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's a chimney a throw from 55 yards away, Skip. 60, 60 yards. Okay. Can't get much better no. than that. And those two throws put them up 28-17 and then to the final score, 35-23. to 23. But to your point about Hines, I just don't even know how you can script it that the opening kickoff gets returned for a touchdown, and it's just flat-out yeah. goosebumps right. because it feels like only you, in Hollywood except in that, it was in Buffalo. And you've been in that stadium 
when oh, good things happen. Oh, that place is electric. If anywhere, Arrowhead, anywhere. Old Mile High, you name a stadium. When they do something good, in the, it used to be called Rich Stadium. I don't it know was. what it's called now, Skip. Yeah. But it is electric. And they start saying, let's go Buffalo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> let's go Buffalo. And there they went. <laughs> and, and it was great. But then, to your point, he doubles down and, and returns another one, 101 yards. Yes. 101 yards? This is the first I think one. this is the opening one, yeah, 96. 96 yards. And I'm thinking, oh, they got him. Because it's Belichick. No. They, they don't allow this. He, I, well, no. the, part had, yeah. the kicker had yeah, no he chance. Had no he should have just stopped before he pulled a hamstring. No <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and this one. 101. This is 101 against Bill Belichick's special teams. It just doesn't happen. He had to break two tackles. I'm sure Belichick will call them missed tackles, and he is gone, gone. And great for Buffalo, but all that matters now is that that young man, boy, I would love to see him rise up out of that bed at some point and have a chance to play this game again. I don't know if that's realistic, but that's what I would hope for. I would be surprised with the way his recovery is going that at some point we don't see him at a ball game. At a game. At a ball game. If they make the AFC Championship game, obviously Super Bowl, I I think – all things being equal, I think he's going to be. But I would not be surprised, Skip. With the way his recovery is going, yep. I would hey. not be surprised. And that would be unbelievable. Well, if any team in this tournament now is inspired, this team is right. inspired. Yes. Whew. Although, Skip, all things being equal, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this later, I still think the team to beat the AFC is the Bengals, the team that you pick. I had I, them from the start. I think, I think they're the team to beat. Boy, they look good yesterday. Yeah. Now, I don't know if uh, Baltimore will turn the ball over. They play them again. It's a short – you know, you just play them and then turn around. We did that against the Raiders. We played them with a chance to win the division. We lost. They were the home team wild card. We really? Turned around That's yeah. interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, now the biggest X factor is the young man you've talked and talked and talked about of your Baltimore Ravens, the quarterback and former MVP. Ain't nothing changed. I, I got it. Hold on, what a check at? But Adam Schefter reported yesterday that there's a strong possibility he's going to be ready, and I don't know if that's just the Ravens trying to put some pressure yeah. on him. No. Nope. What a check at? No. Nope. I don't see no check. Okay. Well, I haven't heard anything about a new deal. I haven't heard a peep. Hey, Ma, did they put the money in the account? No, no, baby, the money no, ain't in the count. Okay. No. And she is operating, I believe, as his agent. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. So this all comes down to Lamar or none. And I am with you. I believe he's just going to say, I'm sorry, I don't have a deal. No, no. And that's it. Because, Skip, I don't, I don't know what Lamar can do at this juncture right now, Skip, to convince the people that he needs to convince. He only can need to convince one, that's Steve Bashotti. Okay. Because I believe Eric DeCosta will give him the money because he knows how hard it is to, to win in this league without a quarterback. Yeah. You, you, you see how everybody's looking? Look at the teams that don't have quarterbacks and look at the teams that, that have quarterbacks. <laughs> Most of those, every team in the AFC skip, look who the quarterbacks are. Patrick Mahomes, first rounder. Josh Allen, first rounder. Joe Burrow, number one overall pick. Justin Herbert, first rounder. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And Tua was, and Tua was, he, he helped get him in the class, but he's a first. Da, da, da. Yep. There you go. Brady is the out, for the most part, Brady is the outlier. <laughs> he would be the outlier. As weird as that would sound. <laughs> Last point. Cincinnati Bengals are outraged about a coin flip that could determine home field advantage. You can't I, I got no sympathy. No. I got none. And and I know Joe Mixon, I, I love him as a player. Yeah. He does the anti-coin flip and stomps on it. You can't do it. No. It's what just happened. It's what I said last week. All bets are off. There's no fair or unfair anymore. It happened. Right. 
and everybody has to deal right. with it, including you guys. Yes, yes. And there's, there's, no, no, there's no, there was no real round it, Skip, no. because you didn't want to play, finish that game, and rightfully so. Rightfully the NFL so. was no, in no position to be able to play that game. So what? Push it? Rightfully so. So we gonna is, put, It happened. You're going to push the playoffs, everybody back in the playoffs, so they can finish that game. Okay. And then now, hell, you damn near March playing the Super Bowl. That is correct. You just have to deal with deal what with happened yes. and hope that DeMar Hamlin – has a full recovery. Yes. That's all you can hope for. Yeah. So I didn't want to see any anti Yeah, yeah, I, 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 dis- I dis- vehemently disagree yeah. with that. Right. And I love normally love celebration. I also disagree with the one they did in Pittsburgh also. Yeah. I think it was a little bit too early for that. Mm. Mm. Well, gentlemen, next up for the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins in Buffalo. The Bills won't have to face an enemy team in enemy territory at all. If they do get to that AFC championship game against the Chiefs, it'll be at a neutral site. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right, VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew. Soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids. Just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The season is over for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers after last night's dramatic loss to the Lions. After the game... Rodgers could be heard telling Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams, nah, he didn't want to swap jerseys because he was going to hold on to this particular one. And then, while talking to reporters post-game, Rodgers was asked about his future. Take a listen. I mean, it's a little raw right now. You know, it's just a little bit after the game, so. I want to take the emotion out of it and have conversations and see where the organization's at and see how I feel after some time has passed. Here we go. Um, could you really walk away from that from that contract? I mean, that's an enormous amount of money and you guaranteed it, I was, I'm assuming, for a reason. You asked for it to be guaranteed for a reason. Yes. Money is energy and uh, I have made a ton of it and I'm very thankful for this organization, uh, the generational wealth that they've uh, offered me. Hopefully feel like that I've earned a lot of it. 
But yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely walk away from that. Wow. Shannon, can you actually see Aaron Rodgers retiring? Hell no. He ain't walking away from $60 million a year. They don't make enough Johnny Walker or Doers from McCallum. That's true. I think it's 110 total because you got the next two yeah, years. Yeah, he, got right? 50, he got 50. Last year, he got 50, and okay. they had 60. That's okay. the 110. And then, and then there's 49 the next yeah. year. It's, it, man, man, ain't walking, man ain't walking away from that. Now, Skip, see, he, this is speculation that he wanted. Now, Jamison Williams looked like he was confused, like, but you told me before I could get – and then Aaron moves along. See, he knows, I want to hold on to this one. Aaron didn't want to trade his la- the last game jersey. Mm. That must be mean something. Mm. See, he's getting, got, got everybody speculating. Yep. And he's going to talk about he's going to take the emotion. You've never taken the emotion out of it because you've never forgiven the Packers for taking Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. So the emotion is still in it. Mm. That's something you've never done. What you mean take the emotion out of it? How you take the emotion out of that horrible loss that you had to uh, uh, Tampa? That mm. horrible loss you had to San Francisco? The horrible loss that you just suffered? At home, three straight home, games, three your straight season times. ended at home. That is correct. Man, Jared Wright, you need to stop that speculation. Oh, I've made a ton of it. I'm not going to... You've been holding this, this organization hostage for at least five to six years. And here we go again. And you hold... I'm not going to hold them hostage. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the difference is. Man, you know they wanted you. That's why they gave you the money. That's why they did it. If they, didn't want you, they, if they didn't want you, they'd have moved on. They would have. But now you're talking about, I want to see what the organization, what they're thinking, what their thought process is. You know what their thought process is. You love the fact that you get to hold them hostage again. He does. And you think you slick. And by doing what you did, oh, I'm going to hold on to this jersey. Man, what's so special about that jersey? Could it possibly be Aaron Rodgers' last game? Yeah. It could be because normally, like I said, Jamison Williams seemed confused. He's like, I, you, you, man, mm-hmm. he, I don't care. You can retire or not. All I know is you stunk. Stunk. This year, and you stunk last night. Again. So whether you retire or not, you go on Pat McAfee's show for the rest of the week and do a go and do a guest spot on Saturday Night Live. Yep. You stunk. Mm. Vintage master media manipulator. All-time blame deflecting diva. Now he's planted seeds of I might walk away so yeah. that Packer Nation will get down on its knees once again and say, please don't go, Aaron. Please come back and yeah. save us again. No, he's holding you hostage, yep. as you just noted. The biggest Packer fan I know is your nephew, Wayne. And <laughs> remember when Aaron said R-E-L-A-X? Yeah. Wayne tweeted earlier. I'm, tw- I'm sorry, texted me earlier in the show. He texted this, these letters, R-E-L-A-P-S-E. R-E-L-A-P-S-E, because that's what Wayne thinks. It's relapse. It's not relax. And I said, beautiful. Bingo. Because <laughs> that's exactly what just happened. Exactly. You just relapsed back into what? The past two uh, years. Yeah. And, and now he's saying, well, a lot of older guys, I don't know if they're going to bring them back. And I, I don't know if I want to be a part of it. Baloney. Whatever. Yeah, you want to just control the whole organization. So in other words, you want to hold them hostage again, yes. huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what that's, it's it about. Money is energy. What are the excuses? Yeah. Is excuses energy? Money because is you, energy. What does that mean? Well, I like. I, I would need all that. I need a lot of energy then. Cause, so give me all you got. Yeah, but he's saying money is energy, and I don't need it. No, no. I'll, I'll bet you do, and I will bet you you don't walk away. I bet he don't either. Yeah, bet I bet he, he don't either. Bet he need to stop this. I, man. I feel sorry for Packer Nation, man. Well, he gonna, You're stuck. He gonna hold him hostage. He got him hostage yeah. again for another year. Yeah. Dangle him out the window just like dirty, just like dirty red had him in the fire hard. We hanging him out the window. That is correct. Yep. Certainly not the ending Packer Nation had envisioned at the beginning of this season, gentlemen. 